declare the name of Jesus and no other name that's higher than the name of Jesus. If you came to honor him, come on, put those hands together like this.
what a party. I see y'all come to celebrate, huh? Y'all come to have a good time, huh? Look how far he's brought us. You know, I can remember uh, last year, this time, I was right here. Uh, bringing out the old and ushering in the new. You know, but we can't just discount 2022. For there's some work that we did in that year. There's some seeds that we sown in that year. And we have to continue to nurture those seeds. We have to continue to water them and continue to weed them. And the harvest is where? In the new year. So thank God for his blessing. At this time, I minister Matthew Wilson up here to uh, raise the offering. Uh, let us go to the throne in prayer. Our Father, our God, we're grateful and thankful for this opportunity to come to elevate this praise service, Heavenly Father, just a little bit higher with our giving. Oh God, we pray for clear insight in what it is that you would have us to sow in this upcoming year, Heavenly Father. We pray, oh God, that we would not abandon the seed, but continue to nurture the seed, oh God, and bring it to a full harvest in Jesus' matchless name. Amen. Call, I will call on the name of the Lord Who is worthy to be praised 
Zion Hill Church family, look around. In just a matter of minutes, we will step into our new year. Many things were accomplished this year, and we are grateful for what God has done. With that said, let's take a brief look back at the year 2022. In the moments leading into 2022, Pastor Dara spoke a prophetic word over us that would sustain us for the entire year. He declared that this would be the year of God's open hand. He told us that this year would have much chaos and disorder, but not to fear. 
because those that were in God's hand would not be shaken and there would be much provision for us in the midst of this chaos. So the year 2022 is actually the year of God's open hand. But for those who are in God's hands, those who learn to trust in the hand of God, they will not be shaken. Say amen to that. So it means when we say the year of open hand, it means that God will make provision in the midst of chaos. If you receive that, shout amen. This prophetic word was proven to be true as we've seen the evidence of it through the many things that were done for and throughout our church body throughout the year. This year kicked off with a bang as we hosted the blood drive with Life Share Blood Centers. These types of drives can help to save thousands of lives each year. We continue to do our part in helping to save lives by hosting another event in the same month when we partnered with Louisiana State Representative Ed Larbadane in providing the community with free COVID-19 test kits. Just as Pastor Dara had spoken, God's provision was being provided even in the midst of chaos. February was exciting as we celebrated Black history by dressing in our African-inspired attire. We even had a Sunday in which we honored historically Black colleges and universities by wearing HBCU paraphernalia. In addition, our book club gathered at the MLK Library to discuss books about Cicely Tyson and a book by the Peabody Class of 68 titled How We Got Over. March was a busy month for us as we held our annual Family and Friends Day. We invited all of our friends and family to come and celebrate for the entire weekend. Included in that weekend's events were a movie night hosted by our theater ministry, a 5K run and walk, and our two Sunday services coupled with a breakfast for all. Also during this month, our media ministry introduced and made available our new church app that was able to be downloaded on all devices. In the month of April, our church had a wonderful time celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We also hosted an awesome event for our youth. The event was titled, Crime Consequences and the Power of Choice. This event taught our youth about the do's and don'ts of social media and empowered them to become more aware of what they post. Our guest speaker was Mr. Ron Stamps, Special Counsel to the City of Shreveport, and Special Assistant District Attorney for Caddo Parish. During this month, Minister Terrell Celestine coordinated a backpack drive for the homeless, and we were able to provide Bibles and backpacks. From this effort also spawned a new initiative of the Outreach Ministry, and where each Sunday afternoon, our ministers provided food, clothing, Bibles, and toiletry items for those in need. As Pastor had spoken on December 31st, God continued to not only provide provision, but he also enabled us to provide provision to others. May was kicked off with our seniors on the road again as they visited time they had as they fellowship and learned with one another. As the month went on, we certainly couldn't forget 
all of our 2022 graduates and we acknowledged and celebrated them during both our worship services. Lastly, the Seniors Happy Fun Ministry hosted a luncheon honoring our senior military veterans and presented them with gifts. To all our military veterans, thank you for your service. The month of June was also a month of celebration as we celebrated our pastor's 26th year of pastoral service. We came together to honor the man and woman of God by having several events that included Sister Elizabeth's High Tea, Pastor Darius Gala, and two awesome Sunday worship services. We can truly say that we are blessed to have such an anointed and spirit-led visionary, and we are also so grateful to God for him and his lovely wife. As the weather got hot, so did we with our annual Vacation Bible School event led by Minister Fidelia Sutherland. Everyone had a blast praising, worshiping, learning, and participating in a host of fun activities. God's open hand continued to provide for us as he continued to show himself strong. As we went through the month of August, we saw our youth go back to school and God gave Pastor Dara a vision concerning them. And with that, the 1925 campaign took shape and was introduced. God is continuing to bless this campaign and we are excited to see the youth building come into fruition. The month of September found us busy at work with our 99th church anniversary. We kicked off that weekend by ordaining eight deacons and 12 deaconesses for the continued work of the Lord. Also that weekend, we had a church cookout that included a barbecue competition, games, food, and lots of fun. The celebration culminated with our two worship services on that Sunday. In the month of October, we were blessed to introduce our Ladies Exercise Fellowship. During this month, our church also had a team in the Glow for the Girls One Mile Fun Run for the Sport of Breast Cancer Awareness. Also during this month, our Governmental Affairs Ministry hosted a two-day candidate forum. This gave our members and community an opportunity to meet most of the candidates that were running for political office in order to make a wise and informed decision. On October 19th, we were excited to have Ms. Jennifer Duhon from the LSU Ag Center to give us a very informative presentation on diabetes prevention, diet, and treatment. We ended the month with a bang with our annual Fall Fest, where hundreds of people were in attendance for much food, fun, games, and fellowship. This included our trunk or treat and the pumpkin decorating contest. In the month of November, our bereavement ministry hosted a seminar titled Surviving the Holidays to help our members and community deal with the potential grief that is associated with the holiday season. This afforded us the opportunity to help, encourage, and uplift those who may experience the difficult time during this season as they remember loved ones who have transitioned. We continue to be blessed and be a blessing to others as our senior mission collected items to donate to the local battered women's shelter. Our theater ministry also hosted another event for our viewing pleasure. 
The month of November ended with a spirit of thanksgiving as we celebrated the goodness of the Lord and provisions that had been provided thus far at our annual Thanksgiving Day service. Thankful people filled the aisles to tell of God's goodness with the fruit of their lips by way of testimony. In the month of December, our Seniors Having Fun ministry concluded 2022 with a Christmas celebration at the Golden Corral. We were also blessed to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ at our Christmas services. How befitting that Christmas fell on Communion Sunday this year, and we were able to corporately celebrate His birth together as a church family. In addition to all the things that we have mentioned, we are no stranger to outreach this year. Various ministries have donated canned goods to the Manor House, our food pantry continues to contribute food to those in need, and our Helping Hands ministry has provided assistance to more than 30 families. Additionally, our church partnered with Franklin Graham Ministries to donate over 50 shoeboxes filled with gifts that were distributed to less fortunate children in other countries for Christmas. This year, we have also added 51 new members, had 14 baptisms, and conducted four baby dedications. As we can see, God's open hand has provided for us, and we are grateful and blessed to those that were able to be a blessing to our families and community. By His grace and mercy, we are still here, and behold that it is His doing that is marvelous in our eyes. We want to say thank you to all our volunteers and various ministries within our church. Your work and dedication are impacting not only our church, but also the entire community. Thank you to our senior pastor and first lady for continuing to position us for greatness. To Design Hill Church family, let's prepare our hearts and souls for the prophetic word that will be spoken over us tonight, and let it sustain us in this upcoming year of 2023. We will see you at the top. and shout the name Jesus oh I believe that there's a better shout in you than that I want everybody that's ever been healed by that name ever been delivered by that name lift up your voice and shout Jesus call that name call that name come on call that name Come on, call that name, call that name. Come on, I need to hear a church. Call the name, Jesus. Jesus. The Word made flesh, Jesus. prophet, priest, and king. Jesus. 
Come on and give them a hand of praise. As a matter of fact, if you know that there's power in the name of Jesus and you can be a witness to that, can you make some noise in this place on today for the name of Jesus? Wonderful counselor, mighty God, Prince of Peace. He is all that and more. Somebody tell somebody, Jesus, Jesus. Call his name Jesus. Now give Jesus a great big round of applause in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Y'all got it down, man? Thank you, D. All right. Just a quick thing. Y'all having fun tonight? Are you ready for a prophetic word from the Lord on tonight? If you're ready for a prophetic word, can you make some noise for the prophetic word that's going to go forth? Amen. I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm excited about it. Amen. Amen. But listen, I want to make a quick announcement real quick. And this is for all of you who will be attending service on tomorrow. How many people come into service? Don't lie to me right now. I need to see some more hands of the people who are going to be here tomorrow now. There you go. And I'll tell you the reason why you need to come. Because listen, we're having how many services on tomorrow? Somebody say one service on tomorrow. And I want to see your face in the place. Somebody say, what time is it? It's going to be 10 a.m. Oh, somebody like that because you get to sleep in. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody amen to that. Amen to that. We get to sleep in. I'm not going to, matter of fact, Matt, don't look for me until 9 o'clock. Amen. So tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, we have one service. The amount of people that we see here to, tonight, I want to see that amount tomorrow night. Amen. Or more. Somebody give me, give me I want to do a, a praise test. Where, what are them little twirly things there? Where, give me one of those things. There we go. Come on. What is this thing called? I don't, we're going to call it a, 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 a praise swirly or something. How many people have one of these? If, can we do a praise test? If God has been a blessing to you this, this year, can you just wave like this in the air? There you go. Come on and wave it. Y'all look good. Yeah. It's the praise test. Amen. And as you heard on the year in review, God has provided for us this year. Amen. We've been on that prophetic word that was given this time last year, and we have truly been blessed. We're going to teach you, if you didn't notice, we've been singing some new songs tonight. We're going to teach you another song, and it's real quick. It, it goes like this. This is one of the most simple songs that you're going to learn in your life. It says, blessed my soul. Y'all say that. Y'all sound good. Then you're going to say, blessed my soul. Let me hear you. Here's the good part. Glory, hallelujah. Say. Glory, oh. hallelujah. Jesus blessed my soul. Say. Jesus blessed my soul. Now let's do it together. Say, bless my soul. Blessed. My soul. It sounds good. Say bless. Blessed my soul. Glory. Hallelujah. Say glory. Hallelujah. Who did it? Jesus yeah, come on, man. Now, if he bless your soul, make some noise. 
Jesus he blessed yeah. my soul. Jesus he blessed yeah. my soul. Say glory, glory, hallelujah. Jesus blessed. Bless I can't hear you. You're not loud enough. Soul. Everybody say Jesus he blessed
shout hallelujah come on open your mouth shout hallelujah what a mighty God we serve I want to thank God for every one of you for being in the house of the Lord and will you please help me thank all these musicians and dancers and choristers the gifts and talents in the house. One of the things I love about this evening is, is that everyone that you have heard tonight, there are I counted 11 different solos, seven musicians, dancers, and choristers. Every one of them are members of this church. Come on, help me thank God for that. We did not have to go to New York to recruit talents. God bless this house with so many gifting, so many talents. And we are grateful to all of our musicians for what you have done for us tonight. What a blessing. Thank you, Sister Thomas and the rest of the gang. Come on, let's thank God for them. Let's thank God. What a blessing. Incredible job. Amen. I want to quickly share with you what the Lord is up to in this coming year. The scripture I want you to remember is found in the book of Psalms, chapter 65. And verse 11. Thanks to all of our guests, those of you who are visiting from different churches, and some of you local leaders that are here, we are grateful, grateful, grateful. People don't have to be nice to you, but you all show up tonight. It's a joy when we can come together as a community to praise the Lord together. And thank God for all of our technical crews. There are people that are working behind the scene, video, audio, cameraman, sound crew. We are so grateful to all of you for what you have done. Again, that scripture is found in the book of Psalms, chapter 65, verse number 11. It's very simple. I want you to stand in reference to the word of God if you are able. The Bible simply says, God will crown the year 
with his goodness. I can stop there and shout all evening. God will crown the year with his goodness. Lord, I thank you for the word of God. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to us in a very special way. Help our hearing and we know your word will not return void. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. My assignment is to share with you what to expect in the new year coming. Every year about the month of October, most pastors begin to seek the heart of God concerning the upcoming year. Why is that important? Because the book of Amos Chapter 3, verse 7 says, God does not do anything on earth without first revealing it to his prophets. Don't forget that God is so faithful. He would he commit himself not to do anything on this planet earth until he revealed it to his prophets. So when we talk about prophecy, what are we talking about? It's basically a blueprint for the coming year. And this is why I need you to pay attention to it. It's like a roadmap of what to expect. And all of us need prophecy. We need something to navigate the upcoming year for the glory of God. And let me get on record to let you know, by permission of the Holy Spirit, the Lord said the year 2023 will be a year of recovery. Yes, Open your mouth, shout amen. I believe I'll say that again. The year... 2023 shall be a year of what? Somebody shall recovery. Say it again. Amen. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but the question must be asked what are we trying to recover? It's very simple. There are some things that the enemy have stolen, and this coming year, the Lord said we're going to recover in the name of Jesus. There are promises of God. The Bible contains more than 6,000 promises. This coming year, prepare your heart to recover the promises of God in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, I need to share with you once the Lord revealed that to me, I began to dig down into the word of God. Trying to research, trying to make sure I explain what is going on to God's people. The way we do that as preachers, we start with the calendar. Because God's calendar is direction for the coming year. 
By the way, there are two ca calendars. One, of course, is what we call the English calendar. It's actually a, of Roman origin. Uh, it's basically, it's named after the death of Christ. You will see us talk about 2023 AD. But there is another calendar that is called Hebrewic calendar. That was based not after the death of Christ, but from the first day the earth was created. So it's based on the creation. And so on the Hebrew calendar, this year 2023 is actually the year 5783. You need to know that. And of course, when you add 5 plus 7, that's 12. 12 plus 8, 20, and plus 3, 23. So the Bible is not complicated. Ladies and gentlemen, why is this important? Because you can gain prophetic insight from God's calendar. Please take note, every Hebrew letter has three things attached to it. Just like we have A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and so forth. The Hebrew letters have three things attached to it. For every letter, there is a number attached to it. Also, there is a picture. Because not every Jew could read and understand numbers. So they use picture to describe what is coming. Another thing that is attached to every Hebrew numbers is what we call an action of God. So for the year 5783, guess what's connected to that year? It's a camel. There's an animal called camel. And when you think of that animal camel, ladies and gentlemen, is symbolic of a rising up, a lifting up, a forward movement. You don't see a camel going backward. They are made to go forward. And also provision. Because whenever you see this animal, it's carrying something to a destination. Ladies and gentlemen, you will remember, if you don't remember anything, remember that God is a God of provision. Yes, During creation, guess what he did? He made everything. Everything that mankind would need was created up front. Then he made man. Just think about it. Everything you would need for the rest of your life. God has already made provision for it. So we have to learn how to tap into that anointing and grab hold of everything that God has in stock for us. Again, you see that act of God in the life of Abraham. You remember in Genesis chapter 22, when Abraham was called to offer his son, 
Now he said, take your child to the mountain and kill him. But the truth be told, before Abraham get to the mountain, God has already provided. Again, it's the same God. It's the nature of God. He always makes provision. Now, you may not know where the provision is because Abraham didn't know. In fact, when he was on top of the mountain, God has to come down and show him, see, there's a ram in the bush somewhere. And I believe with all my heart, this year, God will show you provisions for your life. The promises of God that he has made concerning you. He will reveal that to you. If you receive that, shout amen. Amen. Tell somebody next to you, say, in the year 2023, 2023, I will discover discover hidden treasures treasures from God. God. It is very, very important that you allow God to show you Again, you see the same thing in the life of uh, Joseph. Joseph, there was seven years of famine in Egypt. Am I right about it? There was also seven years of recovery. But guess who showed him provision? God. Joseph was able to create 12 different centers. And through those 12 centers... He was able to distribute food for everybody in Egypt. Needless to say, because God showed him the tree, he was able to become prime minister in the country. I'm believing God for you and me this coming year. That God will show us not just hidden treasure, but wisdom of God to recover everything that the devil has stolen. If you receive that, shout amen. Amen. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 18, the Bible talks about God who gives you power to get wealth. So God is in the business of making provision for his children. So look at somebody next to you and say, the camel is coming. That's the the prophetic signal in this coming year. God said in 2023, it's going to be a war season for the world. But don't let that scare you. Because while the world is going crazy, God is going to be helping his own children to recover things that they have lost. I was asking God about it. I said, why? How can we have recovery in the midst of a messed up world? And he shared with me what's really going on in in the spirit. God is breathing life. But the dragon is breathing fire. God is breathing life from heaven. The dragon is breathing fire from earth. And you and me, we are caught in the middle of that. 
But God is making sure that his own children are protected. Ladies and gentlemen, I kept hearing from the month of October, I kept hearing the word, two words, national emergency, national emergency. And it troubles my soul because God is saying it will be a year of recovery in the midst of emergencies. Pay attention to that. The one thing I did discover is that whenever there is a national emergency, guess what? The president is given special powers. In fact, according to the law, he has more than 130 powers. And the Lord is trying to help me to understand in the natural, that's what we do to our president. But in the spirit, God is saying he will give special powers to his own children. So whatever the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it around for our good. I must admit, I ask God, I say, when will this national emergency comes? I want to be certain. And the Lord revealed to me clearly that we are already in national emergency. I was shocked. He said, just look around you. The military, their recruitment is down 45%. That's, that's a national emergency. The inflation for the nation is higher than any other inflation for the past 40 years. That's national emergency. It's not about to come. We're already in it. Housing crisis. If you go to any major city, you see homeless people all over the city. Immigration. Out of control. You see people, they're shipping them from Texas to to Washington, and they just, and the more they're dragging people around, more people coming in. So we are already in an emergency. Ladies and gentlemen, the question is when are you going to know when you have special powers? The book of Acts, chapter 19, verse 11 and 12, share with us. How God has done that before. If you read your Bible, the Bible said God granted special powers to Paul. So much that he's able to heal people just using his handkerchief. Just using aprons. People were sick. He couldn't get to them. And guess what God did? God honored him with special powers. So the question tonight is that as we prepare for a year of recovery, what do you have to do to position yourself for God to work through you on your behalf so that you can go through the year of recovery? The first thing for the sake of time that you need to do, number one, you need to pray more. 
What did I say you need to do? Why is that important? Because whenever God gives you special power, the enemy will start a warfare. So you cannot afford to be careless. The devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So when God is trying to push you into your destiny, you have to make sure you stay prayerful. If not, the enemy will steal from you. Please don't be surprised if there are warfare in this coming year. But it's not meant for God's children. You need to know the plan of God is to protect you and to give you insight and special powers to overcome. But you have to pray. Can you imagine entering your promised land there will be giant in the land. In fact, if you enter your promised land and there are no giants, you are only a tourist. So expect warfare in this coming year. But if you will be prayerful, everything will be all right. Tell your neighbor I got it. Another thing that the Lord is asking me to share with you is to make sure this year you store up. I'm talking about savings. This is not the coming year where you can make money and you can spend it all. The Bible says, go to the arms. Thou sluggard. Consider its ways and you will be wise. So you need to make sure you recognize the difference between your seed, and your bread. Bread is made for consumption. But seed is made for what? For sowing. So be sure that you save up. And you need to know also that when I say save up, not only to your earthly account, but every one of you here, you have an account in heaven. Apostle Paul made this clear to the Philippians. They were giving to him, and he told them, it's not because I need your money. He said, but that this you're giving, we are bound to your heavenly account. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is that many of us don't even recognize we have a heavenly account. Many of us, we only save in our earthly account, but we have nothing in our heavenly account. Why is this important? You need to make sure that you have something in your heavenly account so that when the going gets tough, you can withdraw from God. There are people in the Bible, sometimes sickness, Sometimes calamities. And they go to God. They say, Lord, you know that I've done this, I've done that. I have this in my account. And they are able to withdraw because their account is not empty. So be sure that you save up both to your earthly account and also to your heavenly account. 
If you receive that, say amen. amen. Another thing the Lord is revealing to me in this coming year, prepare to purchase. Many of you will say, Pastor, I don't have any money. See, that's a problem. You have to change that thinking. God is not asking you whether you have money or not. In fact, not one time did he talk about paying for it. But you have to believe God for it. So this is a mindset. You have to prepare yourself. God will provide you and me opportunities to purchase. How can you say that, brother pastor? The Bible said in Proverbs chapter Chapter 13, verse 22. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for who? For the righteous. So get ready to be blessed. I believe I say that again. Get ready to be blessed. Get ready to be favored. Get ready to purchase. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says he gives seed to the sower. He gives bread to the eaters. He talks about houses that you did not build. He talks about wells that you did not dig. Vineyard that you did not plant. Some people are already walking in the favor of God. Prepare yourself this coming year. Get ready to go to the enemy's camp and take back what he has stolen from you. Are you all still here? Let me share with you how you're going to do it. It's a good example for all of us in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30. You all know the story of David. David was running from King Saul. Am I still in the book? And he found himself in a foreign country with his soldiers, 600 men. And of course, one day he went to war. And bless God, before he came back home, the Amalekites have invaded his home in Siglag and took all of his wives, all of his children, all of his properties. Of course, if you read that account in 1 Samuel chapter 30, the people begin to cry because these were military officers came back home and everything is gone. The question is, what are they going to do? Well, some of them talk about killing David. Don't get into that this year. God does not want you to kill anybody. All these shooting one another got to stop. It's a year for you and me to recover the promises of God. To recover what has been stolen. Don't even kill anyone with your mouth. Guess what David did? The Bible say he prayed. That's the first thing I told you you need to be doing this year. Pray. And he inquired from God, what do I do now? There's a lesson there in this coming year. Don't do anything 
without first praying. Don't even say I do to any man or woman without first praying. Part of our problem is that people are trying to do things without inquiring first from God. And when he inquired from God, notice what God said to him. He said, you can pursue your enemy. You will overtake your enemy. And you will recover. Recover. You will recover everything you have stolen. Ladies and gentlemen, please take note of those instructions. God is speaking not only to David tonight, but to you and me. Pursue, overtake, and what? Recover all. Ladies and gentlemen, so David and his boys, they decided to go after the enemy's camp. And while they were going, you remember exactly what happened. On their way, they came to a brook. There were 600 men, but 200 people got too tired to go forward. There's a lesson there because the reason why some people cannot reach their promised land, the reason why some people are not able to recover is because they allow a spirit of offense. Some people will say, well, I got sick, they never called where I was in the hospital, nobody came to see about me. Where somebody was talking about me in the choir stand. Do not allow a spirit of offense to rob you of your blessing in this coming year. If you receive that, say amen. amen. Ladies and gentlemen, David proceeded with 400 people. And they were going, the Bible said, then they ran into a man from Africa. An Egyptians. That tells you he's a black person. I can preach on that all night. Because David asked that man, Sir, have you seen the Amalekites? They stole my children. They stole my wife. They stole my property. Where that black man said, not only have I seen them, I am on their team. He said, I got sick. And they dumped me. And they kept going. I can take you to where they are. In case you miss it, because I'm rushing. That's a snitch. So... By permission of the Holy Spirit, I'm saying, please, don't be a snitch. Please, don't be a sellout of your own people. If you want God to bless you in this coming year, position yourself for God to show you. Abraham didn't know where the ram is, God showed him. Joseph, I have no idea how to win in Egypt. God show him. If you want God to show you, get into the habit of prayer. And get into the habit of not be a sellout. Learn to love your own people. And those of you 
who God is blessing, be careful who you leave behind. Because the Amalekites, they left that man behind. When you leave people behind, it may come back to hurt you. The man took David and his army exactly to where the Amalekites were. Guess what they were doing? They were partying with, with David's wife. They were partying with David's children. They were enjoying all the goods from David's home. There's a lesson there. That's exactly what the enemy is doing right now in our community. He's having a party with our children on the street. He's having a party with our belonging. But the Bible says this is the year to go out and pursue the enemy, overtake the enemy, and recover not some of what he stole from you, all he stole from you. I hear the Lord say to somebody, he say, to have the courage to tell the enemy, you cannot have my family. Devil, you cannot have my children. Devil, you cannot have my job. Devil, you cannot have my, my business. Whatever the devil has stolen from you, what God has for you is for you. You cannot quit on the road. Don't say, I'm tired of fighting. Go after the enemy. Pursue the enemy this year. Overtake the enemy this year. And guess what you need to do? Recover everything. I don't know what you're going to do. I'm going to make sure this year I spend my time praying. I'm going to make sure this year I stop in my earthly account and in my heavenly account. And I'm going to find the enemy everywhere he's hiding. And let him know you can't have my home. Let him know you can't have my church. Let him know you can't have my business. Let him know you can't have my children. The word of the Lord today is that you need to pursue the enemy. Overtake the enemy. And what do you have to do? What do you have to do? What do you have to do? Let's all stand. My brothers, my sisters, I want to welcome you. As we finish this year, we have one minute left before we enter the new year. Prepare your heart. When you overtake, when you recover all, you have to be able to shout hallelujah. So are you ready? Shout hallelujah. Come on, open your mouth, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, that was for me. Now, shout hallelujah to God. Open your mouth, give God the glory. Pursue the enemy. Let's overtake the enemy. 
on the main line Tell him what you want Help us sing it tonight Say Jesus, Jesus is on the main, the main line. line Tell him what you want For the year 2023 Say Jesus is on the main the line, main line. Tell, tell him what, what you want Call him up what you want, yeah. What you want. Come on, clap your hands like this. Hey, if you are sick and you want to get well, tell God what you want when this year coming up to you. Good God, I'm Tell God what you want. I got to tell God if I'm sick and you want to get well. Somebody help me say, a little more power. Tell God, you ought to call him up to you. Could come on now.
Cover all, and I'm gonna praise his name. Tell him, say, I'm gonna recover all, and I'm gonna praise him. I love to 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 praise him. Oh, now this is my favorite part, y'all. Heaven. Oh, he's my rock. He's my rock. My rock. My soul. Lord, good to me. I said the Lord good to me. Oh, when I look back 
say not some of it, but all of it. I shall recover, and what shall you recover? You shall recover strength. You shall recover health. You shall recover wealth. You shall recover everything that the enemy tried to steal from you from this past year. So unless you tell somebody, say, I made it here. I made it. Yeah. Can't you see I made it? Can't you see I made it? Can't you see I made it? Can't you see you made it? She made it. Devil thought he had you down, but God he picked you up. I made it. I made it. The devil thought he had you out, but God kept you, kept you. I said he kept you, kept you. I said he kept you, kept you. Can't you see he made it? Can't you see you made it? Yeah, she made it. gonna be all right say all is well and it will be all right say ain't no need in worrying because God is gonna help you to recover everything that the devil stole from you now give him some praise ain't no need in worrying what the night is gonna bring tell somebody it's morning now it's morning tell him it's morning it will be all over in the morning declare it's morning i have the victory it's morning now ain't no need in worry what the night is gonna bring oh it will be all over in the morning it's over 2022 is going behind you i'm pressing toward the mark ain't no need in worrying what the night is gonna bring Oh, it will be all over in the morning. In the morning. Look at somebody else and tell them, say, ain't no need to worry. Ain't no need to worry. Ain't no need to worry what the night is going to bring. Oh, it'll be all over. It'll be all over in the morning. Come on, say it. Say It will be all over. All over. It's morning now. In the morning. This is your year of recovery. Say, in the morning. It will be all over. In the morning. Come on, say, hey. What the night is going to bring, it will be all over, in the morning, oh, 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 ain't no need what the night is going to bring, it will be all over, in the morning, if you believe it, come on, say it. 
started now, the start of a new year. It'll be all over. Forgetting those things that were behind me, I'm pressing toward in the north. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be all over. It's over. God will restore everything, everything. It'll be all over in the morning. It's a new year, a new season. It'll be all over. It's a new season. It's a new season. One more time. It's a new day, a fresh anointing is flowing your way. It's a season of power and recovery. It's a new season and it's come. If you believe that, put your hand over your chest and say it. Say it's a new season. It's a new day. It's a new day. A fresh anointing is coming your way. It's coming your way. It's coming to your house. It's coming. It's a season of power. And recovery. For the sake of your household, say it. It's a new season for my house and for my family. It's a new day. It's coming my home's way. It's coming my family's way. It's a season of power and recovery. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Drive safe as you go home. And remember, this is the season of recovery. This is the year of recovery. And God is going to restore to you everything.